Today's episode is sponsored by Lingoda, the better way to learn a new language. One of the benefits of being a vibrational being in a resonant universe is that you have a remarkable capacity for language. Indeed, our language is the greatest determinant of how we think. The boundaries of our words influence the boundaries of our perception. And one of the greatest ways to expand your worldview is to expand the language that makes up that worldview. Whether you want to travel to new lands, open yourself up to new possibilities, or you want to capitalize on the profound neuroplasticity that comes from learning a new language, Lingoda is the place for you. And what sets Lingoda apart is their immersive learning environment. With only three to five students in each class and a native level teacher, you'll have ample time to practice speaking and receive individual feedback. Whether you're a complete beginner or have some previous knowledge, Lingoda has classes from beginner to advanced levels, including German, English, Spanish, French, and business English. And Lingoda is launching something special this October, a lightning-fast 30-day sprint challenge that will boost your language skills and help you to build a habit in record time. It is a one-time limited offer that you don't want to miss. With Lingoda's Sprint Challenge, you can unlock the fastest progress, earn rewards, and build a daily habit. They offer flexible live classes that take place 24-7, so you can choose the day, time, and lesson topic that works best for you and your schedule. And over 47,000 people have already taken the Lingoda Language Challenge, and now you have the exclusive opportunity to complete the challenge in just one month. So, whether you're a complete beginner, looking to break through a plateau, or just want to have fun and see how much progress you can make in 30 days, Lingoda's Sprint Challenge is perfect for you. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Visit Lingoda.com and use the discount code BEHELPFUL to get started. That's Lingoda. L-I-N-G-O-D-A dot com with the code be helpful. Happy learning. Hey, it's Cam. Welcome back to another episode of This Might Be Helpful, and I sincerely hope that it is. Hmm. What would be helpful for you right now? Ask yourself, what would be helpful? For me, what do I want? What do I need? Can I look at these things that I think I need and really determine whether you need them? And if you do, are you the one to provide that need for yourself? We ask these questions so that we can get a greater understanding of where we are in this moment and so that we can more intuitively and instinctively respond to this moment. We ask, what is your current state of mind? What is your intended state of mind? And the path you take to get from the current state to the intended state is the practice. The practice of regulation, of expression, of creation, connection. The practice of alchemy, of transmuting the 
alchemical lead into gold. Because when you're regulated, there's not so much of a need for things to make sense. Making sense is not something that you have to do. Sense is already occurring. Your body is already sensing. Sensing a vast amount of experiential data, the information of the raw presence of reality occurring in each and every moment. So how do we come closer to the sense that is already being made? First, let go of the words. Words, concepts, these are what we use to make sense. But these words have been crafted and created. They are not intrinsic to reality. They are not specifically bound to the information of sensation. They are the intermediary. Your body makes direct contact with reality. But if all of that contact is mediated through words, then your awareness over only ever gets to come into contact with the reality that is told through story. We use words to chisel meaning out of an undifferentiated field of matter. And these words are very helpful. But if we think that just because we have the word to describe what something is that we understand what it is we are describing, we rob ourselves of the opportunity to come into direct contact with the mystic vastness of experience. An experience of life that is so rich and complex that it really can't be captured with words. There's no need to make sense. Making sense is something that the analytical mind and the ego attach to. This mind identity is only one fractal of what you are. So, to let go of sense-making is to allow the sense that already is to be. Letting go of sense and the idea of making sense, opening yourself up to the intuitive guide that is speaking to you, the intuitive guide that communicates through inspiration and enthusiasm, the intuitive guide that 
speaks to you through pulsations and electric realization. The intuitive guide that offers revelation through unbridled sensation and the recognition that you are here for more than what you've been told. You may have been conditioned to think you need things to make sense before you act, but you do not need to make sense. You do not need to have things figured out. You do not need things to be in control. They are not in control. Reality is not in control. And that's okay. It's okay to not know where you're going. How could you until you're there? It's okay to not know who you are. You cannot know until that self has come to be. And that being, the being mode of existence, that is what beckons you to have security is to also be at risk of not having it but to be secure is to recognize and remember the intrinsic aspects of self and character that cannot be taken away from you to have abundance or be abundant to have a calm, peaceful life, or to be calm and peaceful no matter what life throws at you. We do the work not so that we have more, so that we can become what already is, the sense already is, the path already is. The intuition speaks loudly, but not so loud as the analytical mind. There is a time and place for the analytical mind, and that time and place is in responding to the needs and wisdom of the heart in this moment. To be heart-led is to be led by the heart with the analytical mind, following, responding, allowing the heart to carry out its service. The analytical mind as the dutiful companion of a beingness that transcends the limitations of immediate perception. To know, you want to know, but knowing is merely the holding on of information in relation to the information you've already been exposed to. To know. Think about a road that you've driven down many times. You know 
the businesses on the street. You know where things are in relation to other. You know where you are, what this street is, but if you were to walk down that street instead, see the cracks and the pavement, hand marks on the windows, the dust and the grime and the beauty. We assume that we know anything until we take another step closer and the things that we were looking at change. Or you take a step back and they change again. That all that we know is relative to our perspective. And that this knowing is mediated by our language. And our language is the boundary of our ability to perceive through thought. To know and to think and to make sense is to confine ourselves to the limitations of language. Language being a composition of symbols with cultural, geographic, societal, and individual variability. Each word a seed. Each seed carrying the stories of past and present. So to know and to make sense in the mind is to navigate experience using a complex and convoluted set of symbols that were crafted and created and so carry the truth of experience, but never capture it entirely. Because the truth cannot be captured, it cannot be had, but it can be. And it already is being as you are being. And there's a duality, a codified limitation to English in particular that can be limiting. Limiting when we are relying solely upon symbology crafted by those who are not us to describe what it is that we are experiencing. So the option is to look at other languages. Sanskrit, Hebrew, ancient languages where each syllable is a seed in itself. Japanese where these rich, seemingly indescribable experiences can be clarified in a word like komorebi 
which is the way that sunlight dances and filters through swaying branches. Or Ichigo Ichi, which translates roughly to, in this moment, an opportunity. In this moment, an opportunity. An opportunity to see things differently. An opportunity to let go of the words we're using to describe this experience and so come into direct contact with something greater. An opportunity to listen to what is already being said. An opportunity to tune into your nature and let it be expressed. That is the path of regulation is to come to a place where your authentic expression comes out frictionlessly because nature must express itself. All nature does except for humans because we can be conditioned to suppress ourselves and we do. But you don't need to. Express yourself through art and poetry. Through throwing paint on a canvas. Through taking photos. Through the eyes that you see through. What do you see that nobody else does? Can you share that seeing with us? Art is the gift of being able to see through your eyes for a moment, not because it is right or better, but because that is how you see. Art isn't the thing you make, it is the feeling you experience when you make it. Of parts of you rising to the surface, of the infinite information of reality condensed into a moment, into a image, a verse, a sound, a song. It is making the infinite singular. And then it is moving on. Because once it is created and shared with the world, it is no longer yours. It is not something you have. It is not something that needs to make sense. Maybe it takes a touch of madness to be expressive in a world so suppressed. And if it takes a touch of madness, then mad I will be. <laughs> and I invite you to be mad with me. What's the worst that can happen? Destroy your reputation, make it real, make it intense, bring an immensity of experience to your day, bring that insatiable curiosity to the forefront 
and allow it to be the conduit of your expression. We are just here walking each other home. As Ram Das says, So let's enjoy it, hey? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for the resonance, the reverberation of truth reflected in the acoustic chambers of our hearts, in the vibrations of our bones, and in the harmony of this collective transformation that is occurring. There are great things happening all across consciousness. And it is important that you embrace your role in this collective unfolding. You don't need to know. You don't need to know what that role is. It doesn't need to make sense. But you do have a role. Your unique act of service. Let it out. Come on, do it, do it. I'm here for it, I'm here for you, just as you are here for me. We are here for each other because we are each other. We are speaking the codes of consciousness, the universe reflected back at itself and that is what resonance is. It is the felt sensation of the vibratory cords that string together our individuality into the unified field, baby. And that is <laughs> very cool. So if you enjoyed today's episode, thank you for being here. And if you would like to Hang out, meditate, explore, co-create, then sign up to the community. We have weekly live events and all sorts of other cool stuff. Link is in the description of this episode. And I am with you as you are with me. I honor you. I do. Namaste.